you might be taking this whole like cult leader persona thing a tad far. Our lives aren't that bad. Am I the only one that's been listening here? All right. Ty, you have pushed your entire family away. You killed your dog and you almost killed your wife. Shauna, at this rate, you will lose your family or worse. Misty, you did actually kill someone and it made sense. It was practical. I did it for the good of the group. And what good has it done? Natalie, Natalie is in so much pain. She tried to kill herself. Van, you used to be so full of life and now it's like something has broken within you. Well, why don't you just volunteer to drink a lottie? You know that's not how this works. We don't get to decide. It chooses. Hello and welcome to Wait, What Just Happened, a Yellow Jackets podcast. I'm Sam and Misty, you are nothing if not proactive. (laughs) I'm Allie and I should have done it myself. The Showtime provided summary for this episode is, shh, it's only going to get worse from here. Despite the whole winter's never going to end thing, the 1996 New Jersey State Girls Soccer Champions decide to start their spring training early with an impromptu cardio session. Callie encounters an old flame. Van proves goalies never say die. Most of the adults intentionally commune in the sharing shack and Lottie, baby, I hear the blues are calling for tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Mercy! This episode was directed by Daisy Von Schurler Mayer. That's a four name, four word name. And written by Liz Fang and Sarah L. Thompson. Allie, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? So much here. So much in one episode. I feel like we... There were so many people's theories confirmed. Like, we got a lot of stuff all in one episode. Um, and things we were waiting for all season, we got in one episode. Like, a lot, I think a lot of the trailer promo stuff was this episode. And, like, the necklace. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. a part of the ritual. Just the running scene, that whole, yeah. that entire promo scene. Um, oh, just loved it. And really unexpected turns... And some very expected turns. <laughs> like ones you were really expecting, ones you were not expecting at all. Yeah, I kept saying I am so, so proud that I called the Ben stuff because I've been saying Ben's not going to die. Ben is going to go where Javi was. He's he's going to be a bigger part of all of this. So I was very vindicated and validated to see uh, Ben make his way to uh, the tree. Okay. And I was validated with the tunnels. I've been saying that forever. Yeah. About yeah. how there's like the snow melt. There has to be a fire underground. There's no other like reasonable explanation in my mind. There has to be. That has to be where everybody is. Or, you know, there has to be something going on underground. And I did not see Javi's death coming at all. And I really feel like I should have because, you know, everybody is saying, well, he's a kid. He's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. So we we have to get rid of this actor essentially because Mm. it doesn't work with the story because he's growing up um in my mind it was you know one of the smaller characters like melissa and jen who were going to be the first to go um so i was very shocked when it was javi and sad well i thought it interesting that really we were 
looking for him for a lot of this season and well part of last season and this season and he just got like returned to us and then he's the first to be taken from yeah. the wild yeah chosen chosen by the wild yeah. yeah so javi just comes back to get ben in place to go to 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 give us back the queen card and to get ben in place to go to the cave pretty much yeah so before we, you know, dive into individual character stories and the past and the present timeline, I want to talk about if, I guess this actually has to do with, um, <laughs> do you think that the way it was written worked? Like a Lottie in the present arriving at, oh, we need to sacrifice somebody to fix our lives and them in the past arriving at, we need to sacrifice someone so Lottie lives. Do you think they they the writing justified the plot, I guess? I mean, they got it there. I, I think they got it there as, as best they could. But I also don't think it needed to go there that quickly. In both timelines? Um, I'm going to say, yeah. I In one of my notes, for sure, the present timeline, I was like, why are we all of a sudden at one of us needs to die. Like, that's a little much for adult, adult them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, they should all be trying to figure out the Sean thing or killing her or, you know what I mean? Something like that should, I don't know. Like, it was like, yeah, there was a lot going on and for her to just get to like, okay, so I'm like, now one of us is going to die because that's what the wilderness needs is it needs one of us. That felt super rushed. The other timeline though, I feel like, was a lot more plausible. Like, Lottie, that we open with Lottie, you know, we know she has an infection. She looks really bad. She's looking really bad right now. So that one, I think they did a good job of getting us there the way they did. And with the even with the turn with Javi, it was still, um, you know, explainable. Like, that made more sense. Yeah. Um, with the adult timeline... At some point, some of it was feeling too written and too convenient and like they talked their way into they wrote their way into the decisions that the characters were making, which is what writing is. But it shouldn't feel like that when you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my second time watching it and the more I thought about it, Lottie makes a point of saying it's the way that they've always done this. So we're to assume that this is the ritual they always turn to. So. You can see that this is how Lottie makes that logical leap. Like, oh, we're all suffering. Our lives are shit. We need to kill somebody. But I still think it was too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just. Exactly. They had all the things there, but they just had to rush. They rushed the end a little bit. Yeah. Like the last sprint, you know, they kind of got sloppy with it. Mm -hmm. It was like, I get that we needed to get there. Like we on that. That was the end point. Yeah. But that part was a little rushed, and the rest of the season before that was nicely done. Yeah. Like, it feels like they could have spent another episode getting them there, or all of them could have been at the cult earlier instead of Mm -hmm. focusing so much on the Adam and Shauna and Jeff story. And I know we like Jeff, and Jeff is really funny. Oh, yeah, but I I always agree. They spend way too much time on them. Yeah. And it's not like I don't like it. I'm still enjoying the ride, but I'm so aware that writing is happening, mm-hmm. that my characters are being written. But with the past timeline, I'm thinking about how they're st- spending day in and day out starving, going crazy with hunger. They're all hallucinating. They're all weak. Like, they're near death with starvation right. at this point. Right. You see the look on Van's face of just excitement and hunger. 
they're there. They're, they've lost their minds. Like it's totally, uh, I can totally see how they would get there. Yeah. They're like, Oh, this is our next meal. Like you're not a person with, with rational thought anymore. You're right. a starving animal at exactly. that point. It's an instinctual like yeah. thing that we see kicked in for all of them. And I think it's all the acting is done very well with the, the past group. Why do you think the necklace becomes a part of the ritual? Um, almost maybe like a tag you're in. Cause like the a- last time we see, so the tracing the necklace, switching necks is Jackie gives Shauna the necklace on the airplane when Shauna is scared of flying. And then Shauna gives the necklace back to Jackie in the, when they're already there in the wilderness as like a, you know, they were making nice with each other. They were having a hard time and having a heart to heart. And Shauna gives Jackie back the necklace. Oh, then maybe they're using it as protection. And then we know Pit Girl wears the necklace. Well, so I can see it two ways. I can see it, two, you know, going two ways then. Like as you're about to go through some shit and this is the littlest bit of luck we're going to offer you. Mm-hmm. Is this necklace for protection? Or strength. Right, or strength or whatever. Or, uh, you know, the, our first dead girl we ate was wearing this and whoever's meal this is this is how we tag what meal is next (laughs) (laughs) but like what has to play out who they put it on isn't who ends up dying so i don't really know you know what i mean so it's not necessarily that um so i can see more of the protection one or like the here's a little bit of luck and support we can offer you even though we're gonna hunt you i yeah there's part of us that feels bad for you and wishes you luck I see it more as um, strength than mm-hmm. luck. Then here's some luck for you. Um, it's gold. Here's this to make you. Uh, so that's just what it represents. I see. Um, in my, you know, in my world, I'm just saying like when I think it, because if it was something else, it would have to have different. Like a lot of their stuff has a lot of meaning, like the bark and then the trees and the dark, you know what I mean? The wool, it's all has like a lot of symbolic stuff and the animals yeah, the symbolic of the animals to where it seems like they're really using the gold as like um, her lucky necklace. I mean, everything is symbolic, um, the you ca- know, like the cards that they pulled to, which we'll talk about. Um, so let's start in the past. We open the episode with Lottie in really bad shape. Misty is doing her, her best. Misty and Mari, Mari are doing their best to take care of her, to help her pee. Uh, you know, they're holding her up and she's peeing into a bucket and it's really smelly pee, apparently, that is making Mari's eyes want water. Um, mm-hmm. I really like this scene between Misty and Mari when Mari just seems like such a little girl, like her her way of coping is by being prickly. Mm-hmm. Like she she was so nice in the beginning. I, I was going back and rewatching the first couple episodes because my uncle wanted to watch it. And she's so nice and smiley and like sweet. And then she gets more and more mean and and just shitty to be yeah. around yeah. as it goes on. And I see it now as so much of the defense mechanism for her mm-hmm. because I'm the same way. Like when I'm in certain situations where I don't want to be vulnerable, I get mean. You're right. right. Um, and... 
you see it here when Misty is the one who scolds her for talking about how the pee is stinging her eyes. She has this like little girl who got yelled at for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like if a little girl accidentally grabs like a curling iron and she feels yeah. pain for the first time. That's what the look on her face reminded me of. And then she, you know, spills the pee as she's going down the ladder and and is crying. You know, she puts her hands in her in her head and breaks down crying. And she's starving. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I though I, I thought you would like that scene because someone finally <laughs> puts bar in her place. No, I do like yeah, it because yeah. of that. Because you know, even though it's a defense mechanism, you still need to be put in your place. Right. Like well, and the seriousness of the situation of like Lottie's about to die, dude. Mm-hmm. And Missy's not even this like super super ooey one, but yeah, you know. Lottie has been helping them through a lot. So if you believe in her woo woo stuff or not. She's been a big support system to everybody. Um, minus Shauna, maybe. But, you know, like, for the, like nobody wants anyone to die. But at the same time, as we see later, it's very much like, oh, well, that actually might be our next meal. And, and we hear it a couple times of, wouldn't be the worst thing if somebody else died. It wouldn't be the worst thing. Like, they're that hungry that people are starting to look like food. Yeah, even Natalie and Coach Ben yeah. say it wouldn't be the worst thing if she died. Well, that while theirs, I think, is more practical because they yeah, see... Yeah, different situations. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Ben is thinking about, oh, if Lottie dies, we get to eat her. It's more so if Lottie dies, these people will be less fucking crazy. I think it's a little bit of both. I think they all know somebody needs to die next and it would be a little bit convenient if it was the one everyone's following. So they all know we're going to eat the person who's next. You know what I mean? I wonder if Ben would eat this time. I would hope so. I think so. I don't know. I'm still. I think Natalie could talk him into it. She brings him a plate of Lottie. (laughs) Yeah, but now it's going to be a plate of Javi. Um... Yes, I liked I liked Mari getting called a brat because she is a brat um, most of the time. So the, <laughs> the majority of Lottie is either or Mari is either cooking belts soup or terrorizing everybody for something. Yeah. Um, I have the hardest time understanding who Misty is. Like oh, on the one hand, she's 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 the one who has taken initiative in on the one hand, she's the one who has like taken initiative as far as medical, um, uh, medical needs. Like mm-hmm. Misty, Misty is the one who takes the lead in, in all things medical except for the birth, but eventually she comes back. Um, she, she's takes charge in a crisis. She, she keeps her head level and, you know, she she's got a lot going on. She's got mostly got a good head on her shoulders. She this whole season, she's gone back and forth with Lottie and like she's either rational or she's following Lon Lottie, like full force support. You know, she sticks by Lottie's uh, side this whole time. She sleeps next to her. She's she's, you know, she wants Lottie to live. She goes downstairs still and tells them that Lottie said to use her body if she dies. Mm-hmm. Um and then when Natalie escapes after they pull the card, Misty is the one who screams, she's getting away! And she runs out of the door screaming Natalie's name. You know, she's part of the hunt. But then she also saves Natalie's life. I think it's very Misty, though. It's very follow the, 
follow what everybody else is doing. I think she was a leader in the hunt. No, 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 but listen, listen to what I'm saying. Is she, yeah, she's a leader in the hunt. She's a leader in saving people and all Mm -hmm. those things. But when it comes to, we call it like social emotional development, acceptance from our peers, she always wants that acceptance from her peers. Yeah. And we see that so much with her in this whole thing Mm -hmm. with all of her friends. Yeah. Um, That's why I, have a hard. I don't know. Even- so it's so it's basically it's and like what me or you and my uh-huh. or normal person might call it two face. For her, it it's not even like that. It's that whoever she is in front of, she is with you. Mm-hmm. So if you know, so of course, then she's hunting everybody because that's the masses. So you're going for the masses, and you want she wants to eat in it for it to not be lotty because that's also who she's caring for, and she probably knows that Nat can have half a chance of getting away. And then anyway, but the fact is, then when she gets to Natalie, it's still, I'm for you because that's who's in front of her. And she's then not with the masses. You know what I mean? So like whoever it was, they would be chasing. I feel like she would do the exact same thing. But she was still with the mass. She's still with the group when she separated off from the group to go save Natalie because she's like, oh, Javi's down. Let's get Natalie then. Right. She's no, but, like, but exactly. She's telling you, stop saving him because this is your opportunity to not die because we can eat him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she's being very logical. Yeah. Um, but she's quick. Yeah. So she's, she's a problem solver. Like that's something that you, a lot of people wouldn't take the time to think about until Natalie is the one who's already dead because they saved Javi or whatever. Like until after you're like, Oh, we should have just let Javi die. And then we could. No, I think it was a very natural instinct. I think, I think that's what they portrayed so well is how animalistic and just, you know, almost like <laughs> pre, well, what would be the right word when we like humans were, not this developed, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like the prehistoric versions of us human was so like, oh yeah, this is, this makes so much sense. To so just let so the person die. Instincts. It's, yeah. That's what many animals do in the wild. It's trapping your prey. Just many whales do it. You know what I mean? They drown the seals and they eat the seals. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, or it's different, different animals, but it's just, it was so animalistic and natural, uh, naturally occurring. The wilderness chose. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it actually made so much sense. And I thought it was like beautifully done, especially the resemblance to the moose. It was just so it was we'll beautiful. Um, I have things to say about hobby besides that. Um, I also found, OK, cool. Enlighten me on Shauna then, because I also found Shauna really weird here, too. She she cares about Lottie. Like they're like, oh, I can't. I I don't not like it. Like I like Shauna here, and I like what they're doing with Shauna. But I want to hear your opinion on on when she her says, p- "I can't imagine it here without Lottie." Is yeah, that, I thought that was weird too. And though. when she is like concerned about Lottie, like she goes from pissed at Lottie to beating this sh- to being the person that put Lottie in that situation to you know Lottie's barely alive. I think that's exactly why she cares so much. She's like, she's because she's not showing remorse or anything like they're not even talking about what actually led to Lottie. Nobody is talking about what actually like led to Lottie and how like nobody intervened. And it's just a weird way to progress to where the story got to. Like, like, you know, even I think it's Mari who calls Shauna out when um, Shauna talks about, you know, how it sucks that Lottie's hurt. And she's like, well, you're the one who fucking did that to her in the first place. Yeah, it's just uh, but I feel like once again, it's like such a natural, 
Shauna needed to beat the shit out of somebody. And they just accept it, which is so interesting. They're yeah. like, Lottie acted as Jesus Christ on the cross. Yeah. And took the and you know, it's, took the pain exactly. for the people. Yeah. Because she needed to rage. And they actually treat it like it's something that needed to be yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's like even, it was practical. And what it was. Yeah. She just lost a baby. So it was. In that situation, that's what you can do. She needed to rage. Oof. Um, so I think that they did a great job of portraying of like shot Lottie saw that Shauna needed someone to do that on. She wasn't going to let her do it on Missy and she said do it on me. Mm-hmm. So that visual when they both looked at the, each other before Shauna started beating her ass that was like that visual agreement. Like the same thing when they were eating for the first time or you know can't being candles for the first time. It was that nonverbal visual eye contact agreement of this okay we're, we, I'm accepting you're accepting okay then this is just going to happen this is what needs to happen mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to be talked about. And I thought they do a very good job of that in this show, like, multiple times now. Yeah. Um, to where Shauna, yeah, Shauna cares about Lottie as a person. She doesn't want him to die. Shauna didn't need to beat this shit out of Lottie. She seemed to beat the shit out of somebody. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, you know, she was willing to She was it. also fed up and annoyed with Lottie and all the stuff that Lottie was, um, you know, spitting and talking to the baby and all that. No, for sure. That. For sure. But, I mean, she was pregnant. Anybody saying anything you're annoyed with <laughs> so especially yeah, yeah this yeah. is the one that everyone's following or whatever and t- talking to your baby um but i just think they like the past they i think that storyline that writing went really well and, and i i enjoyed it, any everything in this episode um <laughs> so another thing i'm thinking about is um they keep Throughout this whole episode, they keep cutting back to Lottie. You know, she's she's mm. feverish. She's she's barely conscious. And it seems like she's having visions. But when when we're, you know, having those visual cues that Lottie is um, having visions or or um, what's the word I'm thinking of hallucinating uh, when we're having those visual when we're having those visual cues that Lottie is having visions or hallucinating they're just showing us what they're doing downstairs. Like they're getting the like skull head ready with their sacrifices around it. It keeps cutting back to Lottie as like the, their actions are unfolding. So I wonder if that is what Lottie is seeing or if we will see later or if Lottie will talk about later the visions that she had that while this was happening. Had. Yeah. If, if we're going to see Cabin Daddy next week, you know, like. Right, right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I found the cues to be very much like whenever they talked about the wilderness or acknowledged the wilderness. That's when they would shoot to Lottie. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like when they got the skull head out, that's when they shot to her first little jerk. And then, like, another one that I remember. I know there's one in between, but the last one I remember is when they said, the wilderness has chosen. And she kind of, like, kinda, snapped <laughs> out of it. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? I was like, okay, so it was, like, that connection there. The minute they started, even before they even started playing the cards, mm. we it was an establishment, energetically-wise, of that this is what that sacrifice is for. To get Lottie back. And yeah. then we see next week that Lottie is on the mend. You know, mm-hmm. she's still beat up, but she's conscious. She's coherent. She's talking to Misty. She feels bad about it. Right. Um, let's see. <clears throat> okay. Um... Yeah, so let's talk about the ritual. We already talked a little bit about how we both agree with what got them there and think that it was realistic. Um, or we, believable. Believable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we have them all gathered up in a circle. Coach Ben, thankfully, is not there. He's he's off on his own mission. Um, 
and they pull the cards the same way they do for the chores. And whoever pulls the queen is the one who they're going to sacrifice. And what's funny, or just like as a side note, another show that came out on Amazon this year, um, spoiler for Class of 07, is um, it's a comedy. It's like Bridesmaids meets Yellow Jackets. And uh, <laughs> literally. Yeah. You watch. Oh, yeah. You watched it too. I watched yeah. Um, we watched that together. Um, they have a very similar ritual, yeah. except they vote. Like everybody you know they're they're starving they're out of food and they decide that they need to cannibalize somebody too to survive and so they put everybody's names on a piece of paper and whoever gets the most votes is the one that they're going to eat it's it was very similar it's like survivor it yeah it's planned out as yeah. survivor it just reminded me of that like i of all the places i of, of how i imagined just getting here on yellow jackets i didn't expect to be reminded of class of 07 <laughs> um yeah but so Liv Hewson, who plays um, Liv Hewson, who plays Van, did an interview recently where she talked about how all of the cards that people pulled were actually written down in the script. And right. on set that day, they made a point to make sure people actually pulled the cards that were in the script. Um, which I think is very interesting to, you know, look at the cards that everybody pulled and see like what the meaning is behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Van pulled the Jack of Hearts, which is uh, the card of good luck and happiness. This card symbolizes all that is positive in life, including love, joy, and success. Uh, the Jack of Hearts is often associated with the Fool card in Tarot, which represents new beginnings and innocence. I'm not sure how that connects to Van, mm. even though Van is like, was the happy-go-lucky, fun-to-be-around person. Um, Misty pulled the Eight of Diamonds, which is energy, power, healing, grace, and force. Travis pulled the Ace of Spades, meaning luck. It's a good omen to pull that. Uh, I don't know how lucky that is for Travis, considering his brother is about to be on the menu. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think this was an interesting thing to take a look at and keep in mind. And Javi gets the king, right? Javi got the king of spades, which... Is the presence of an obstacle. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought Liv Hewson also in general was just incredible in this episode. Um, once they she gets this fucking look on her face, once they pull, once Natalie pulls the queen, she's like, we're about to eat. Like, like she is, yeah, she is. She no longer over. sees her friend. Yeah, they're all ready to yeah. go. Um, and I was just like so taken aback by how quickly they switched over there was so little there was no time in between to say goodbye they pulled mm-hmm. the card and, and sean is like ready to slit her throat she puts the necklace on she turns her around and everybody is just ready like there's there's like a little bit of like a, a gasp and a sadness but other than that they're like okay let's do this like it was yeah, just they're like, starving oh my god nat <laughs> like yeah i would be so sad if people were that right like i get it i Nat, nat's hungry too she knows how how it feels but like those people are her friends and her teammates and they're just like oh, well, all right let's eat yeah it's been interesting to see them all like in her process that like the next episode and then also like yeah well, how will they all Travis. behave around each other yeah yeah, yeah. well i don't know if we're going to talk about it in this but then the preview for next week we see travis eating the heart or something right? yeah so like that like raw i feel like that's probably going to be a uh a, a hallucination hallucination oh um oh i see what you're saying 
But, I mean, maybe. I think Travis is going to eat. Yeah. I think he would... No, I don't know. That was just really sad because Javi and Travis, you know, they pulled their cards and they saw that neither of them was going to be the one who's, you know, sacrificed. And they have this moment of relief with Mm -hmm. each other. They hug each other and like, it's okay, it's okay. And then, you know, when Natalie is about to die, Travis tackles Shauna and saves her. And and, uh, they have Travis pinned against the wall. They have a knife to his throat again. And he looks at Javi and he just like has, they have this like silent exchange and Javi goes after Nat. Mm -hmm. So he saved Javi, he saved Natalie and then Javi (laughs) dies. It's just, it's so sad. Poor Travis and Natalie. Like you can see where they're like dependents for each other and they're, Mm -hmm. why they like spiraled into this horrible drug addiction and, and what leads Travis to suicide. Like you, it's just so heavy. Yeah. Man, it's a lot. And the other thing that I think is interesting is Javi is the one who brings the queen card back into the cabin. A couple episodes back, you hear Akilah say, Javi, where'd you get that queen card? Or where'd you Mm -hmm. find that queen card? So does that mean that the wilderness already chose Javi? Like a long time ago before this even happened, Javi was the one who had the queen card already. So he was next. Like, Oh, I see what you're saying. But, okay, well, okay. I thought that whoever took the queen card also shit in the bucket and also took the meat. Yeah, that still hasn't fully been answered. But I don't know. Yeah, I think that might have just been... Because we still that, have Javi saying, my friend, right? We still know yeah, we he know had a he, friend there's down like there. there's other beings or people down there. Maybe, we think. Because the, the other person could still be Thaisa. Like, they're still, like... You know, that possibility that Stark Taisa, who was sleepwalking and hanging out with Javi and probably yeah. bringing him the bear meat or was the oh. one who shit in the bucket, left the yeah, lantern with Javi. So. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't show the lantern in the cave, though. So we have Natalie is like sitting with Javi and she's sewing him some gloves and they're just they have like a cute little moment. And Travis watches this and, you know, he almost passes out while he's making his way over to sit next to her. because He's so hungry. <laughs> um and he he says, you know, you're a good person and I'm sorry if I ever made you feel like you're not. So they have this, you know, lovely reconciliation and this moment of forgiveness happen. And then Nat betrays him again when she doesn't save Javi. She tries to save Javi, but she doesn't finish saving Javi. I think that like Natalie and Travis should be considered equally as important as Lottie because they kept them alive during that time they should be they shouldn't have to be in the lottery they shouldn't have to be a part of the ritual because they've been feeding them you know that's a good perspective but what did they ever hunt and find besides like because they never got the moose I don't know. We, we we must have seen, like, there's probably stuff that we didn't see. Because when we find them again in season two, they're still eating the bear meat. So maybe they never in all this time. But during the summer months, they were hunting. So what do they, what do they think they're going to do in the summer? Like when, you know. Well, we haven't seen summer yet. But I'm saying they're going to kill Natalie, who's one of their. Oh, re- one of their right. Yeah, they're going right. to kill their strongest resource for food. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe right now in the winter, they can't get it because they're all hibernating I should say, or they've all migrated so for, the, for the future. Why are you killing yeah. your hunters? Yeah. yeah That's yeah, yeah, so yeah. dumb. Cause they, they believe in Lottie that much that Lottie will just bring a bear to them again. Like it right. just doesn't. That's a really good point about Natalie that I 
Don't haven't thought of or I haven't really. It's heard. just impractical to kill Natalie yeah. and Travis. I think it's like just trying to be fair. Like everybody pulled a car, the kid pulled a car, Javi, you know, Javi pulled a car. But one person did it is Ben. So it's I'm I just he's gone at this but, point. But but nobody else is as useful. Anybody can cook, anybody can clean, mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. can do everything else that everybody has been doing. Oh, I agree. Anybody can learn to skin the meat like Sean has been doing. But no, not all of them know how to hunt. Right. No, I, I, I mean, they sure they could learn, I guess, but they already, tr- they already did the test to see who's the strongest of them at that. Right. Well, that's true. That's very true. I think Misty's good to have around too, but she's expendable. Right. Less so than Travis and Natalie. I, I honestly, I actually think Misty is pretty unexpendable. And then Akila. Oh. <laughs> She, I love the way this was filmed. It was really, really sad because she. <laughs> that, that was the biggest. That was the biggest fucking surprise of the episode. I'm sorry, Javi, but I'm really, <laughs> really sad about Nugget. Um, I did not see that coming. Um, it hurts because Akila is so positive and optimistic and so determined to get home and take Nugget home with her. Which is and so and she's been so focused on yeah. getting home. And so for her to have this moment of my reality is not real mm-hmm. was hard with Akila because she has been so strongly who she is. Well, I like that they're showing everyone starting to lose it because we also have like another who um Mari. Mari. Here's the dripping again and sees blood. You know, we know a bunch of other people have had visions. Even Ben had like a separate reality going on and now this mouse that we think that she found is cute little thing has had this pet for and all she's these been episodes talking to you all this time it's been dead this whole time and i think that she really couldn't see it dead until someone else picked it up yeah it was like optical illusion weird trance thing like the curse was broken the minute ty picked it up and she's all no, Ty, I swear to God, it's been alive. And she's realizing, oh, my God. Well, Ty is also the one to hear the blood dripping with Mari. She doesn't see the blood seeping out of the walls, but she's like, I hear it, too. Yeah. And then Ty sees the other Ty looking at her. Like yeah. She sees both of those reflections side by side. And then, yeah, Travis is, like, all dizzy and out of focus and almost passes out. Everybody is just, like, at their wit's end here. They're really, They really showed us that they're almost dead. Like there's not yeah. much more. I think it's was portrayed pretty nice. Yeah. Like Did a good job. Okay. So now we'll talk about the big old hunt. We've been waiting all season for big scene of like all of them running through the snow, all their gear on. Um, it's just like beautifully shot, very pleasing to the eye, but also your heart is pounding because you know, it's going down. Um, Nat's like running for her life. Javi stops her. And it's basically like, I know somewhere to go. You have to follow me. And she's like, oh, okay, let's go, you know. And so they're running across the ice. Ice breaks. Hobby falls in. But also the big posse. What are we going to call them? The hunters. The, um. The. I want to. The, the pack. They're a pack. pack. I was trying to think of the word. Wolf pack. Yeah. The wolf pack of girls is coming after her. But they see Hobby fall on the ice. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold it up here. So, and they don't all want to fall on the ice. They spread out. Somehow, Misty, though, makes it to Nat, right? And she pulls her down. Because, um, because Natalie's trying to save Nat's Javi. Nat's trying to save Javi. Instinctually, she's still trying to save. I like that Nat's instinct is still 
to save Javi. Um, and then we have everybody else. They slow down and realize they have that kind of look upon them like, oh, my my dinner's been trapped in its cage. <laughs> you know, like when you're more just waiting. Yeah. It's more yeah. when you set traps, a salmon trap, a bear trap, or, you know, whatever trap when you're living out in the wild. And it's more of that waiting game and like, oh, actually, no, we just caught something. That's dinner. And even though they were just chasing Natalie two seconds ago, they now have an even easier prey drowning in front of them. Um, And I really thought it was interesting and well done that once they finally get him, so everything slows down and we have to literally watch Javi drowned. Um, Which was just fucking awful because, again, he went out of his way and risked his life to save... Natalie. Yeah. No, it's bigger than that. The and I know, I, I get it. I get it. It's just from Javi's perspective and the way that Javi is lost and the person that Javi was as he was dying. It's sad and it's awful because he was a good person and he was an innocent person. <laughs> and he died begging for his life while a bunch of people who were supposed to take care of him watched. And it's just true. very sad. True, true. Um, I, however, was not that upset by it um i felt like it was done really well the way it was very clear the wilderness chose the ice broke it was nothing they did they you know what i mean like yeah they didn't pull him out but also they didn't kill nat so i thought it was very much a circle of life in nature i don't know i really liked the way it was done um and i had a note here about when they pull him out and miss you know misty's always the one to like check for a pulse Uh uh-huh and in and she shakes her head and she looks at him and shakes her head yes like yes we got him yes he's dead when in normal circumstances in normal society mouth to mouth and no 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 not that you normally say no you normally shake your head no when they didn't oh when they're gone but yes he's gone so in this instance that she took the pulse and said yes like we got dinner confirming confirmation confirmation of what they wanted to hear so it's a yes instead of a no you know we lost that's a cool observation um and i really liked that well what you're saying about the wilderness chose they didn't do anything they broke the ice mm-hmm. they broke the ice um it or they did not break the ice it makes me wonder if they will actually have a direct kill and when they will have a direct kill like how long we'll have to wait i'm still not fully convinced that pit girl takes place now in the present mm-hmm. i could see it happening at lottie's compound but I could also see it happening next winter um, or like, yeah, next winter, because it's definitely not happening this season because they have um, they might maybe they'll show us more of it. But maybe. it's not happening because you they can't dig a hole in the ground and right. create that trap. There's there's no way that's something they have to spend time. Why, why, do, why do we think it's winter when it could be summer? Because when it starts. No, when Pit Girl happens. Because it's winter and the. It is. I haven't yeah. seen it. So I remember they also mentioned later when we're going to get to it but they someone mentions well that first summer and missing any past saying that that they go oh you know why why are you talking even yeah. talking about that first i thought summer? misty might have been about to confess about the black box to them i highly doubt that but that was like some people saying that's what she was going to do oh like yeah i doubt that um yeah they just don't even want to talk about summer so i'm wondering what's happening in summer so i'm just wondering like if they actually directly murder anybody or if people just keep dying because they're getting chosen by the wilderness or later we'll meet these other people who have this other method of hunting that they teach them like the trap like the pit 
The exactly. pit is the perfect trap. When will the pit come? Yes. Right. Because if they do make the pit, they have to plan ahead. Like that has to be like, okay, you know, it's, it's summer, it's spring, the animals are out. We do not have to kill each other because we can hunt, right? We can hunt people. Right. I mean, we can hunt animals. Winter is coming. We need to prepare for our, uh, ritual sacrifices, which means they have to dig the hole and they have to put the spikes in the hole. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that's actually going to happen here or if that is somewhere else and right. we're just led to believe that it's in the wilderness. Yeah. Do they actually murder each other or does the wilderness keep choosing and murdering them in these other ways? I, I think it might go that way. So far, I really like it. So far, Laura Lee died in the plane. Uh, Jackie fell asleep outside and Javi drowned. They haven't killed anybody yet. You're right. I like it. Yeah. Anything else about that? Um, just about the moose. I just loved it. I love oh, the yeah. way it Talk was shot. Talk about the fucking moose. Just the simple. Oh, the way it was shot when the moose, you know, got away. That might have actually been the saddest that I felt, like, or the pain I could feel from the screen was when the moose got away. Because it was such a loss of hope. Yeah, yeah. and just the way it was shot and her, it was just beautifully done. Um, and then this time, you know, we have almost this same similar, like, shot and perspective with Javi drowning, but, you know, they get to feed this time. And so it's just interesting. And both times are with Natalie and it's, yeah, I just, you know, a full circle moment for me. (sighs) Natalie, she's just, she's just so soft. (laughs) Like I, I just, she's so good. And so hurt, and it makes me sad. I've seen some people criticizing um, Juliette Lewis's portrayal of Natalie. Like, she plays her like a drunk person who just, like, wandered on set. Like, like just kind of, like, confused right. by her performance. But I actually really love her performance because she's so hurt. Like, she just has been through so much. Like, we've talked about this before. So much before they even got there. You know, right. like what happened with her dad is enough to put somebody where Natalie is now as an adult, you know. Right. Um, and I think Juliette Lewis is portraying trauma and the desire to heal beautifully and the, the just trying to be OK when you don't feel steady, yeah. you know. So Ben has a big episode and all my predictions almost almost. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Because I still think Ben's going to live, but there's still a very good possibility that he's going to die next week. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he has this conversation with Natalie about Lottie and, um, you know, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if Lottie died. Maybe it's meant to be. And then Natalie says, oh, even Javi has gone over to the dark side. I saw him bowing to one of those symbols on the tree. And then, you know, Ben's like, oh, light bulb, which tree? (laughs) And she says, oh, the one by the creek. And so then he goes and looks through Javi's things and he's looking at the map and he's drawing his own smaller version of the map and he's putting the pieces together and, you know, figuring out where to go. And then he finds the tree. It's really cool. I like him. uh, I liked that he has a project and that how having a project gives you the will and the motivation to keep living. Yeah. You know, it was it was like attractive to me that he put the work into fixing his crutches and then we see those crutches put to use like he used his brain and I liked it like that kind of stuff is super attractive to me um like just as a person and it's endearing and it was like cool to see him being a badass in this moment um 
And then, yeah, he finds the spot that Javi's been hiding out at. It's warm down there. There's all these little like animal bones down there. Maybe somebody else is down there. There's a little fire pit like put together out of stones. Like, because did, did, did Javi have the know-how to do all this on his own? Probably not. Probably not. What 12 to 14-year-old you know, in suburbia (laughs) knows that I'm 20. I'm not in my 20s. Like, uh, I am an old woman and I still, (laughs) I am way past childhood and I still do not know how to build a fire by myself. Um, that's, I mean, I I do, but I don't, yeah, it's hard. I could learn, but I have never had to because everybody, whenever I go camping, other people make the fire. Oh, you're one of those. I am one of those. I'm the fire person. I'm the, no, 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 no. I make the fire. I'm that person. My friends are that. Like I could. That's me. That's like when I'm with my like group of friends who I've been friends with for 15 years, I get to just sit back and relax because they're those people. But when I'm with anybody else, I'm the, oh yeah, I'll make the fire person. But because I only go camping with them, I never need to make the fire. (laughs) Like, it's like, I never need to cook. I never need to order the birthday cake. Like, oh, you got it? Fuck yeah. Like one less thing for me to do, Um, which is bad because I would rather be building skills than sitting around. Well, then why don't you just go build a fire for yourself? Where? Anywhere in a fire pit. You got a fire pit? Yeah, I got a fire pit. All right, I'll build a fire next time. It's cold and I'm here. I'll practice. We're practicing for Yellow Jackets I season see you, three. I want to see you build a fire with no lighter fluid, no lighter. Like like rubbing sticks together? No. Like a, a can I use a, a magnifying glass? Yeah, but you can also use matches. I could light a fire with matches. Just like yeah. some twigs and brush. I think maybe I have lit a fire before actually. I but like I probably used like fire Royal. starter. Remember Camper Royal? We did have to do the little... Camper Royal was so fun. That's like one of my favorite memories. Shout out to Camper Royal. Yeah. Um, sorry, tangent. Um, Ali and I went to elementary school together. We've known each other for a really long time. One year of elementary and then middle school. Middle school. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah. So do you think Ben is going to stay there He's obviously, we know he has a conversation with Natalie in the trailer. Well, they show Natalie saying, you don't belong here. I'm, I'm, we're all assuming that's Ben. If Ben dies, I'm going to be so mad. I think it is such a waste if they kill him because you could do a lot of interesting things with him Mm. being in this other place. Yeah. Like I want Ben to still be in the wilderness when they're all, well, he's, he's not that much older than the teenagers, honestly. He's not. Um, but yeah, him like stay there yeah. underground, like with them. Yeah, because he's the one who wanted to go home the most. And so for that to be his character turn, that he's like, oh no, this is it. I love that. I think that's so interesting. Um yeah, but this no this idea. show also this show also like subverts expectations by being way more grounded in reality than you expect it to be. Yeah. So yeah. it's like You think it's going way one way, and you're like, oh wait, no, like, yeah, okay, that would probably happen this way. The, the Yellow Jackets After Buzz show that the creators do. Um, Jonathan Lisko or Lithko, I think it's Lisko, talks about how they researched PTSD and the way it like affects your perception of reality and memory. And so hearing the creator himself, one of the creators himself talk about the trauma makes me think, are they doing trauma? Like, is that all this is, is trauma and like the memories created from their shared trauma? Or is it supernatural? Or is this, there is some other shit. So like, it's still, I don't know, man. Yeah. But yeah, Ben predictions? 
Ben predictions, no. I was just very happy to see him go underground. I'm open for anything. I'm just happy, like, I was right with the fires underground and the melted snow. Yeah. So, there's been a couple times. I'm like, don't you see that? Don't you see the melted snow? And it's like, oh, no, I think we're supposed to be looking at this. Or maybe we're supposed to be looking at that. I'm like, I'm telling you, there should not be melted snow right there. Well, they were telling us to look at the melted snow. Oh, eventually, yeah. eventually. But in the beginning, they weren't. You know what I mean? Like, at first, they weren't really saying that or, like, pointing it out as much. Yeah, and they and had all these the, weird shots it. that kept kind of leading us to look yeah. over in those directions. They didn't show us any tunnels, but we still keep, It is a tunnel, though. But they didn't show us anywhere other than, like, the hollowed out area underground. Oh, yeah, we haven't, just, like, we, we haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. They didn't actually show us if there's a tunnel that goes anywhere. No. But, but we do like, have the vision of Lottie climbing down into the... Um, when when Lottie has her like Laura Lee vision and she um, when they like do the con the 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 contest between Natalie and Lottie and Lottie is, is gonna whoever brings home first whoever brings home food first wins do you remember uh, that yeah yeah I know, um, I know yeah yeah so and like Lottie goes down the hatch and winds up in tunnels and then she's at the mall or whatever so there's tunnels they've showed us tunnels a few times so eventually we'll see the tunnels maybe we'll see them uh in nine but. That's all I got for the past. Yeah, let's do the um, let's do the present. My present starts with Shauna always fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> Mine starts with Simone Kessel really nailed the Lottie darty eyes thing this episode. Have you ever noticed um, that like Lottie dart is very darty eyed? Like she like always is kind of like I'm darting my eyes back and forth for. Um, I take it more as like she's really intently listening, like the, that, like the darty back and forth between people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I take it as. But I take it as her feeling the pressure to be who they want her to be, and her not knowing. Oh, I didn't take that at all. I this this episode, especially in the present day, she was finally connecting all the dots. She's hearing everybody's story, and that's why. In, mm. in the one part, she says, "Am I the only one listening? You all have just told me your story right here, and you're not hearing that we're all been brought together, and we all of our lives are falling apart, and all those other things." I've all been saying this whole You've time. Been saying this. Lottie whole finally time. said them, and it was after she all they kept showing her the seasons, like looking back and forth and realizing, "Oh my gosh, okay, that person had this per- thing happen to them," which means that's an outside entity bringing them all together yeah points for Allie because you've been saying this entire season that everyone's lives is a fucking mess because it's gonna bring them all together (sighs) and it's true that's what happened Van I think has the least messy life she's just quietly dying um yeah minding her own business and quietly dying I did do a little thing I thought you'd be proud of me once we go through our little like spiel, like what happens in the past. Then I have what I realized everybody had a truth come out, Ooh. and so I highlighted one for everybody. Okay, let's do that. Um, let's just say or save that. Um, okay, yeah, so I'm saying I just want to tell you. You, I have you can that. replace therapy with Abby this week. Yeah. Okay. Truths. Everybody's truths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And this was actually the first time that I felt um. A connection between Simone Kessel and Courtney Eaton. Courtney Eaton is young Lottie. Simone Kessel's old Lottie. Older oh, okay. Lottie. Um, and I wasn't really buying it. Like, I think that Courtney Eaton has a softness about her that Simone does not. Um, so it wasn't quite working for me up until this episode. So, well, Sean gets off the phone and Van's like, so f- Jeff didn't do the phone sex, huh? Like, that didn't go very well. <laughs> I thought that was weird and, like, kind of funny that, like, Van said that of all people. But she just has that look of like Shauna panic on her face and then basically tells everybody, 
Um, okay, Jeff just called and they found Adam's body or Adam's Martin's body at the this park, so and so, whatever. And Missy asked, Are you sure they said Adam Martin? <laughs> so they're all flipping out. Um, but Van has no idea what's going on. So, you know, Misty is asking Natalie, are you sure you dug it six feet? Oh, I should have done it myself. She's stressing out. Everyone's trying to convince Lottie, I mean, Shauna, to stay because she thinks she needs to go home and be with Callie and Jeff and go be there when they're all like, no, 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 no. You should probably not go there. Um, we need to figure this out. Um, they are, so she's trying to leave. They're all stopping her. Van is realizing everybody knows something that she does mm-hmm. not. Um Lottie is realizing, oh my god, there's some deep shit going on here, and it's, I don't, she, Lottie has no idea what's going on, and everyone's being way too loud in her little wellness retreat area. So they all start <laughs> talking and bickering and trying to figure out, you need to stay in this and that, and she goes, okay, everybody, let's go to the sharing shack right now! You know, like, she's kind of has that classroom teacher voice customer service voice because all of her other people are still walking around she's still supposedly running this wellness center who like who's running what i have no idea but she realizes there's some bigger shit at hand and then we go to the sharing shack and that's when all the onion layers get peeled back yeah shauna doesn't come out about the Jeff being the blackmailer at first. Misty has to put it all together. Misty and Thais yeah, putting Misty it and putting it together. How did you feel about that? Did that feel like writing to you too? Or did that feel like those are the type of people who would logically come to those conclusions with the yep. evidence presented to them? Yep. Once Because it was almost like Misty... Well, so let me rewind a little bit, I guess. So they're all just having to explain everything to Van and Lottie. Because obviously they weren't involved. Uh, Van's like, we just go around murdering people nowadays. <laughs> And they do the whole thing that they always do of, well, you did this and you did that. Oh, well, this person did that. So Missy's just blabbering everybody's fucking stuff. And then Ty is like, oh, well, you killed. Or no, no, no. Ty hired. What's her name? Jessica. Jessica Roberts. So that comes out. And so that was a big truth. She's like, I killed her because it was practical. Yeah. Yeah. So just all this stuff's getting thrown around. And, you know. Filling at the same time, filling in Van and Lottie. Thaisa is like, and then the FBI is looking into Natalie. Yes, and that's then it, that's Misty's it. like, oh, haha, I'm the FBI. That was all fake. She's like, hold up. That was just me. We just had to do this, this, and that. And then, like, what the fuck? And then she's like, yeah, actually, come to think of it, Randy brought up Jeff. And that's when they start being mm-hmm. like, oh. oh. yeah. And then Thaisa's like, oh, and there was glitter in your bedroom closet. It actually makes more sense that it was Jeff who would do that. Yeah. And so they're all realizing they all, well, they didn't all, but they all helped cover up Adam's murder. And he wasn't even the blackmailer. Mm-hmm. So Shauna fucked over everybody. Yeah. You know, got her, them all in their mess. Yeah. Got Callie in their mess. She's finally admitting to all of these things. Um, and it, all the truths are just coming out, coming out. Yeah. And so Lottie's just connecting all the dots of like, wow. So Thaisa, you almost bro- killed your, you almost killed your wife. You mm-hmm. killed your dog. Uh, you're sleepwalking again. You're really. sleepwalking again. Misty, you're just a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Misty, you did kill people. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so then, okay. So then. Shauna finally tells everybody everything and Natalie goes well thanks for your honesty Shauna (laughs) (laughs) Misty was fucking funny in this oh that was Natalie Uh, Misty was fucking funny in this episode though yeah they were both kind of I 
laughed a few times, both Misty and Natalie. Um, but Natalie really just wants everybody to talk this out and figure everything out. A lot of people are saying that they think Natalie's going to die in the ninth episode. Because they're like, oh, Natalie's story is done. When mm-hmm. I, But then Simone Kessel in an interview says there's going to be a turn between Natalie and Lottie because like, you know, she's there's, you know, when like in the in episode seven, when they were like huggy and sweet with each other yeah. and whatever, she's like, oh, yeah, well, there's going to be a turn. Hmm. I do think that Natalie is again going to be the one that gets picked. OK, anyway, I didn't mean to go into predictions already, but um, just because we were talking about Natalie, I don't see her story being done yet. I think that there's still something. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I don't see her dying it's too right early now. to kill off a main character like that. Yeah, uh, they've made them such like core. You usually don't people. kill off the core characters. Yeah. Um, I this is the part that felt rushed to me is the exact this exact scene when it's like you know all the truths are coming out. Lottie's connecting all the dots, and then all of a sudden is pouring these fucking glasses, yeah. and one of us needs to die. That seemed like I wrote in a couple of times. Like, why are we here so quickly? How that was the one. I don't know if they shot it in different ways and just went with that one. I don't know what. That's the problem with these like short episode runs. Yeah, these nine episode runs. Like one more episode could have gotten us there. Yeah. Just want something else to get them. That, yeah, to they that needed point. one more. Yeah. Um, night there or something. It needed to get come to more of a head. They needed somebody else. They needed an outside force to make it feel like this was the only option. Instead of Lottie just saying, this is our only option. Exactly. Especially because Lottie was in a passive state in the past when they first decided that this was how they did things. Yeah. True, true, true. One thing I also didn't want to mention is in this scene that we're talking about, this group scene, adult them, is I really, really noticed how dark all the their teeth are <laughs> and i've noticed it once before with shauna and i feel like they do it on purpose obviously like they make them really dark like their teeth are damaged from like their teeth are damaged it makes sense stained. they couldn't really like take care of their teeth they, i mean or they would just, all probably have their travel toothbrushes with them but uh yeah it's just like really dark like they almost um rinse their mouth with some type of dye like the actors did to where it's just like each one of their teeth is really outlined and really just dark like and you can see the crevices yeah you know it was just like I felt like it was really made to be a point in this scene in this episode and as things go on but you know I don't know they could have had purple cupcakes on, <laughs> on set that day I don't know but you know like it seemed like a really purposeful thing to me I mean nothing is really on accident with, yeah not in this show um, that's why I love set and costume design so much because it's it's like the silent cast member. Yeah. Lottie, when Lottie is getting to that place, when she's telling everybody like, oh, Misty, you're a killer. Shauna, you're a killer. Uh, Thaisa, you're a killer. They're all yeah. fucking killers. What Lottie says to Van is, Van, you used to be so full of light and now it's like something has broken within you. Mm-hmm. In that same interview that Liv Houston gave where they were talking about the cards, how there's a light that Van had that is dimmed now yeah and part of the work that she's doing with lauren ambrose who plays adult van is tracing the diminishing of the light and the dimming of the light so i just thought that was a really interesting and like beautiful character yeah path to follow just like seeing where van starts and how she just gets darker and darker and less van as Mm. her story progresses it's also interesting to just look at 
what we're seeing unfold in the past. And then looking at all of these women in this room together, knowing what they're all capable of and what they've all done and what it means for all of them to be in a room together. Exactly. Again, acknowledging their pasts. It's just. But that's the thing I don't think they are doing. They're not acknowledging their past. Not fully. Not at all. They they didn't really. They, they talk about their current problems and their current things that are happening. Well, they say this is how we did it back then. But that's no, about as just far. just Lottie says that. Yeah, yeah right. They're, they do not. Shauna the, says the, none of that was real. Shauna says none of that is real. And when Missy, all she says is, well, remember that first summer? And boom, cut no. you off. Like if she was about to say some big old, even if it was a funny story, it sounded like it might have been a lighthearted funny story. It was cut off quick. Mm-hmm. Thaisa said, no, 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 no. <laughs> do not talk about that. Yeah. So they're, you know what I mean? Like they must have made some type of pact where they actually don't deal or talk about any of this that actually happened while they were there. Yeah. They talk about only stuff since then. They're like, oh, well, this thing is bringing us together and this, this, and this, and try- all that's been since they get back. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. adult them, we don't really see them as a group ever talk about yet. Yeah. Um. So, we'll see. Should I just do the truth thing now? Yeah. Since it's, like, right in it? Just do the truth. Um, so, I just made little notes of, like, I really realized... So, and before... Past episodes, I would talk about everybody had, like, a huge problem or, like, something that bad that was, like, bringing them all together. Bad happening in their life that was bringing them all together. And then Lonnie talks about that in this episode. So that was confirmed. But in this episode, I really realized everybody had a huge truth that came out to the group. And I think it's actually part of, like, this process that they all have to do together. Um, so Shauna's big truth is that Jeff was the blackmailer, but it's not really just that. It's that like, she's been lying to everybody, mm-hmm. you know, like the Adam thing. So she lied to them, helped got them all messed up in that basically told Callie, everything made her an accomplice. And she, she admits all those things to the group, you know, and her marriage is falling apart. She almost killed two other people. Yeah. She really had the instinct to just kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's seeing and realizing all that. And that's like her truth that she's having to live with. For Misty, hers was also that she killed somebody, but that's like not that big of a deal to Misty. Yeah. And it was really reasonable and justified. So like I feel her on that. For her, I actually put the... She loves Walter. Like her, she refers to Walter as her boyfriend. Yeah, but that someone actually loves her too, and that she might have some type of soulmate or actual somebody who understands the way she works, um, is like a big, big, big thing. But I also think we haven't dove deep into it yet, right? Because like we haven't got to see where they're gonna go. But they've put everything in place to where like he's, and we'll talk about him more. But you know, they might have a real real connection there and so i think that might be a truth for misty and she did admit that too she's like my boyfriend i won't get into it we haven't even made it official or whatever she said um for van it says she has cancer Mm. she admitted that at least only to to tie right yeah so but i think like lottie said i see that your light's gone so i think it's gonna come like forth to the group pretty soon like if they would have just been why didn't they make Van's cancer come to light and then be like, oh, we need to trade somebody for Van? Why wasn't that what led them That's there? That's what we thought was going to yeah. happen. But no, it's Lottie being it's Lottie. Like it was sitting right there. Why give Van cancer? Like, what's good? Like, why? I, they must have a plan. Must- I'm sure they have a plan, but right now I'm annoyed. Um, no, for I'm Natalie, I actually put, she's 
So I put her as two steps ahead of everybody else because she's the one actually been dealing with all her truths. Mm-hmm. So she's already been started this process. She's realizing everything about Travis. A lot of stuff was her responsibility, her suicide attempt, all that stuff. So she's actually ahead of everybody. And that's why she's trying to get everybody on the same healing boat as her because she's realizing this shit's bad. I think the truth that came out about her was that she attempted suicide though, right? Because they didn't... No, for sure. That is her dark... Like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what mm-hmm. she went through. But she's already been now dealing she's with that. working on Like, it. working on that. Yeah. So, I feel like she's a couple steps ahead. But exactly. Yeah. She had, and like, such a dark exp- trauma. Everything from even before the crash. So, you know, that's been her big thing. But now she's finally getting, like help with that in a way I guess um for Ty she's sleepwalking again I find it interesting she we didn't that get that admitted to the group really either she finally tells Lottie and she tells well of course we know Van knows mm-hmm. but the group doesn't really know so much about Lottie ultimate. knows everything that's what I'm saying I just yeah. said she told Lottie so Lottie yeah. Lottie no and I mean Van, Lottie knows everything about everybody like everyone yeah. is still confiding in Lottie <laughs> Exactly. That's her that's her part. Yeah. That's what she plays, you know. Um and then for Lottie, she's realizing she never was sick. Like she really thought when she came home that she was had all these hallucinations, that's why she needs medication, all this stuff, and she's realizing, oh shit, this entity's actually real and we all have this huge connection to it, and I'm not sick at all. Oh, four more for Jeff. Sorry, even though he's not like in the big uh-huh girl group i thought he had a really big truth this week of that he's batshit scared of his wife yeah he's realizing yeah i'm sure we'll go into more but like you know he had a big realization this episode as well you know yeah um so yeah then lottie like pours the drinks to you know see who the wilderness that's not there the entity chooses because it chooses (laughs) um i just love when misty under her breath is like yeah, like the heaven. What is that's you? what the heaven's gate people use. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's also what the heaven's gate people use. So yeah, yeah, uh, I love that. Misty, Misty had all the good lines and stuff. She did. She really had so many. Good um, okay, let's do Jeff and Callie, and then we'll. Um, I just have end on Walter. Okay, that's all I got. Um, so the cops show up. This is what we've been seeing in the trailer. Um, we got two big trailer moments. We have the cops showing up, and we have the blood on the family photo. Um, I don't know why Syracusa is so obsessed with bullying a teenager. Like, it's really weird. I get that he's, you know, he's doing his job. He's trying to solve a murder, but it's like he's going out of his way to be an asshole to Callie, oh. who is a teenager. Like, oh, but I love it. I love his character. I hate him. He's the most, like, hated on the show, but I love how it's executed. Love it. Yeah, sure. It's fine. But, like, God, she's a fucking teenager. That tried to say we had sex. Yeah, because he's harassing her and her family. Yep. Because I'm a law enforcement investigator and I never touched you. <laughs> I don't know. I would do the same thing Callie did because he tried to date her anyway. He used her. No, I get it. I you, get it. It's, it's I get both sides, but that's exactly yeah. why I'm defending him is that I totally understand. And I, just the smile on his face and he rings that doorbell. Oh, my God. I know. He's having fun. a great time. Being, I love it. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, they... Show Jeff the photos and they point out, you know, that like these, this body is precisely and expertly hacked. Yeah, basically. You know, like they. Like a professional butcher or a surgeon. Yeah. And, you know, like, like, you know, alluding to 
Shauna might know how to do that, which is interesting that they would think that because supposedly they don't know anything. Maybe the police records show more. Yeah. But um, it's that's what the whole rumor is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they're they're going based off rumors like, oh, well, you know, they know how to cut a body up professionally. Or even if not, they you know that they killed some animal to survive there for that long. So you know, even if she was cutting it up that they know how bodies Yeah, work. exactly. Yeah. Um they ha- they took the tattoo off with a cheese grater. Oh, I love that Jeff like literally gagged yeah he's like he couldn't handle that poor jeff he he did his darndest and he finally like shut up and like kicked them out and you know but only because he was about to hurl from the details they (laughs) broke him you know what i mean like and then like you said we find out that jeff is scared of shauna um what i liked about this is like first when the dream sequence first starts we have shauna telling jeff like oh you're the only one who understands me i just needed to see you right which is what he wants out of his relationship with shauna and who he wants to be for shauna so that's like you know we're seeing (laughs) into jeff's subconscious um that he both wants to be Shauna's hero, but he's also afraid of Shauna. Yeah. And he tried so hard this season to be the hero. Like, he's he's been loyal to Shauna oh, from the beginning. He tried. Um, this dream sequence is, is meant to be funny. Like, it's yeah, humorously yeah. written. And you can really see them trying to recreate those. There's no book club moments. Like, they're yeah. really, you know, milking this actor's, who I should really know his name, but I don't. Um, uh, comedy. Mm-hmm. gifts he's he is funny he has excellent line delivery him and him and um christina ricci have my favorite line delivery and this show um and then he wakes up he goes downstairs and callie's already down there getting a drink having a having a beer on the couch which he takes from her and they have this conversation that you said didn't really work for you it didn't really work for me either I've been seeing it heavily praised. Some of the positive feedback that I've seen about this scene is Jeff is telling Callie that Shauna's past is not her burden to bear. The things that her mother has done are not hers to carry with her, which is great. I don't know if he needed to tell Shauna's secret, you know? I feel like that was Shauna's to tell. And Callie is still young and it is... The first thing she says is, I had a little sister. Like, that's the way Callie thinks about it, which makes me feel like she's not mature enough yet to have this conversation. Um, Why? Why would that make you think that? Because she made it about herself right away. No, I didn't feel like that's about yourself. That's about your family. That's a very instinctual thing to say especially an only child that is something that she never thought she had yeah so to say that was very mature to me hmm. of of looking at it and stuff like oh what happened to mom it was like oh my gosh i had a sister you know what i mean and then it wasn't even sister it was a brother or whatever but she's yeah. just like you know it's that family dynamic to me is what it remind it reminds me of uh, but it did have a very like sweet adolescent like tone to it mm-hmm. so like i get that um i have mixed feelings about the scene and also mixed feelings about jeff revealing that because one i feel like as a woman that's sean is to say for two as a parent if my oh it's so hard because she's a fucking serial killer 
But <laughs> you know what I mean? If I wanted my kid to still respect or have like any ounce, o- ounce of empathy exactly for their other parent who is technically your partner um, and you want them to get a bigger grasp on things to see the scope a little bit wider maybe why your mom is this way um then i think it's a hundred percent it also humanizes them which is really hard to humanize your parents especially when you're that young and so you can yeah like you're like 16 17 right yeah but that's still too young i think to like not everybody at that age is able to like fully realize their parents as like you know humans who had lives and who have trauma (laughs) no for sure for sure i think it's also just about like the relationship and how your parents decide to parent you yeah um well she's not being parented exactly she never was really even like sean even said even took down those walls to like let kelly in yeah so i think it's more of like they never had that bond and that closeness and this information is actually making her feel closer to her mom because she has empathy for her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like this whole scene in general was fucking not needed. <laughs> so that's my other view on it. Well, yeah, I didn't feel, feel like that, that that needed to even be had. And it just felt like a waste of time, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, it felt slow. And I was like, why the fuck are we even doing this part? I mean, that's how I feel about the entire Sadeki storyline. Oh, yeah, it feels like a waste. I think, I think it's also maybe just that's what it is. I'm just so over them yeah. that I was like, okay, now another scene? This is so irrelevant. That seems to be across the board. The feedback yeah. for this, like, I haven't heard a critic, a critique that's loving this storyline. Right. Other than, you know, the Walter of it and what that brings to it. But even so, like, we could have maybe probably gotten Walter here in a different way. Um, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Unless there's a payoff with Walter is Adam's brother or some other sort of So what I thought was interesting is they said he was a blood marrow donor. I'm like, so who is that? I thought that was interesting, too. And then I was like, oh, well, is that Walter? And that's him. But then, you know, we learned Walter didn't turn her in. Walter's actually trying to save her. And we'll talk about that. Maybe Adam's bone marrow will be donated to van and so it was adam's sacrifice that inevitably saves oh she's absolutely not. absolutely not <laughs> that body's been dead and apart <laughs> for like a minute if, like, bone marrow gets collected is it used right away or is it like stored for later i have no idea you would think that it'd be used right away because it's so hard to find a match right yeah like, they don't call you up unless there's somebody that you're a match with um yeah i we would have to look that email up. us and Tell let us, us know. Abby said we should have an email address for people to write us letters to. We should. I yeah. think we should have a. Um, we'll do that. We'll put it. We'll put it in the. You just make any Google account. You can have a Google page, and then we can oh, have a page. We'll just make an email address, and we'll put it in the notes. Okay. Because um, then, if we have a Google page, there's just a bunch of people writing notes, which could be funny. It's like Reddit, but for us. No Google page. A website. People can go to. Oh, a Google wow. page. Just make an email. That's a lot of work. Oh, see, those are my okay. Daily. Allie's gonna make a website. I'm just saying, those are my like things I do in the middle of the night. I love doing that. Um, yeah, anything. I, I yeah, I don't know. I every time I say something about parenting and the kids that I feel like is a valid opinion, you always just like change my mind. <laughs> You're not a parent, so it's okay. Like I'm an auntie. <laughs> I know it's so different. But it's um, you also study child development. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure, like I said, if it was Jeff's to tell. But I also like how he says, I guess it's my burden to bear, too. And it also, right. 
Right. Again, it also just shows us how much Jeff genuinely loves Shauna. He oh, knows yeah. everything. He read all the journals. He knows stuff that we don't know yet. And he right. still is a ride or die kind of guy for her. And that's nice. Everyone needs a ride or die. Yeah, I guess so. And Jeff's hot, too. Ew. No. <laughs> um, so, finally, Walter. Walter's doing two puzzles at the same time in his beautiful fucking house while he's listening to... Beautiful house. Gorgeous, especially with the rain and the reflection Oh, my God, um, the house. He's listening to Sweeney Todd. Is that what that song is actually called, Nothing's Gonna Harm You? Um, I don't think that's what it's called. Nothing's gonna. But it's from Sweeney Todd. It is right? from Sweeney Todd. Oh, it is called Not, uh, not While I'm Around. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not while, while I'm Around. around. Um, yeah. Sweeney Todd is about a serial killing duo. Love it. So Walter's, you know, Waltering. He he gets a redific a ratification. <laughs> he gets a notification from Yellow Jackets version of Reddit. Saying, you know, that the, the Adam's body was found. And so he pulls up the email and he sends an email to the police. Like, oh, I have some information regarding this case for you. I think it's a red herring and he's trying to misdirect them and mislead them. Because immediately after doing that, he gets his heliotrope purple, packs it up, and he makes his way to the cult. Because we see that in the trailer that that's where he is. He's asking Jeff to help him deal with the body. Ah! Next week looks fun. I'm um, so excited. I think Todd the goat man is going to be the one that dies. Or it's just going to be some random person in the kitchen that Walter kills probably. Or one of the cops. Um, getting ahead Ooh, of ourselves. That'd be great. Pedo cop dead? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I could see. It's probably going to be Syracuse actually. Great. He'll probably follow Jeff and Callie there. Because right. he's never he's never doing cop things right. Um, so he'll yeah. probably follow them there and show up. And Walter probably boom. Yep. Um, I still think Walter's head plate is going to come into play. Oh my God, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. Yeah. Walter packs his heliotrope purple, sends an email to the police. And then while he's getting his purple, Phantom of the Opera song is playing. And that song is about protecting somebody. Kind of. I mean, it's like about loving somebody so much you're going to like keep them. To yourself also, but it's like keep them for your own as your own. Yeah. And else can get I, near them. What, right? What song was it? I feel like it was that one. I don't know Phantom of the Opera very well. Oh, but I think it was. See, I think it might have been the Ralph song and then that's a different song. That's a good number. Um, oh, you would love Phantom of the Opera. Email us. Tell yeah. us. Um, <laughs> when I make an email. Yeah, it'll be one. So down below. Um, I have something about Walter. Can I share it? Yeah. Okay. So I put Walter is the goat. Like, as in not the goat that's been in this show, but like the greatest of all time. Not Todd's goat, but... Yeah. uh, The goat. Steph Curry's goat. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I put my Frodo crush is renewed. (laughs) If you know, you know. And um, up to this point, like, we didn't really know if he was completely on her side or like was gonna turn and turned her in and so i like that we really kind of got hints to that he's actually gonna come save the day um but in the preview we still get that they're hugging with flashing lights and then i'm a little bit concerned there but knowing misty she's gonna like lie her way out of it and we'll be good um he's at least gonna get misty out of this i feel like i don't know if he's gonna 
be able to save all your friends, but I bet you Walter can get Misty out of this. Yeah, I think Walter and Misty are going to live to kill another day. Um, I think the Kill Jeff, for fuck's sake. No, I think the police is the end of the episode. Some crazy shit just happened, and Walter's, like, hugging Misty because she's like, you're here? Like, what? Um, Or something. Or, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I definitely think it's either Todd the Goatman or Saracusa, who is dead in the kitchen. I just think Todd the Goatman because it would be funny. Because, like, they gave him a name. But we'll probably never see Todd again. Walter is going to go to the compound to get Misty, to help Misty. Maybe. I don't know. Why does he feel like he needs to go to the compound, though? See, maybe he's just going to go get his girl. Maybe. But why infiltrate it in all purple? Because he likes that's how fun. You get it. Yeah, because that's how you get in somewhere. That's what he, he does He wants everywhere. to have fun. He likes, he likes it. Whatever. That's um, my love language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Because he did all that. He went out of his way to do that when he first met her at the Yeah. Retire- just okay. It's just their, it's their thing. Yeah, yeah, she likes it. Yeah. Um, grand gesture. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, he's going to kill Syracuse because Syracuse is going to follow Jeff and Callie there. And then mom, Shauna, and the Yellow Jackets, and, you know, them, they're going to be in the middle of some sort of ritual. Someone's about going to die. I think Lisa's probably going to die. Natalie mm. is going to save Lisa. And this is where this, like, major turn between Lottie and Natalie is going to come through. Maybe we'll find out that Natalie was, like, scheming this whole time. I would like to believe that Natalie was trying to heal. But I also would like to believe that Natalie's saying, fuck you, Lottie. Man's cancer must come into play somehow. I think that the plate in Walter's head is a smoking gun or Chekhov's gun. But there's also the gun in Shauna's van. So maybe maybe they're related somehow. Um, Wait, you're confusing me on how. What's Chekhov's gun? Chekhov's gun? No, I don't know. You're a theater person. Yeah, but I don't get in that reference. If you see a gun, the gun will go off. Okay, I don't get that at all. <laughs> Chekhov's gun. <laughs> I haven't heard that. I can't term. believe you've never heard that term before. No. Chekhov's gun is a dramatic principle that suggests that details within a story or or play will contribute to the overall narrative. This principle that any detail in a story should serve a purpose in the overall narrative to fulfill reader expectations. If it's not going to be fired, it shouldn't be there. So if there's a gun... Because they put it... Because they even mentioned his head plate, then it's going to have some significance. And because we see Shauna's gun was still in the van... Remember in, uh, when they went to the oh. police station? Jeff is like, you still have the gun in there? Right, right, right. That gun is going to go off. We're going to see It'd be somebody get shot with that gun. And also Natalie had a gun that she was shooting. I think we'll yeah. be seeing some gun action. Police, you know. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to get good. So those are my predictions for the present and then for the past. Did we do that yet? Mm, not well kind of you talked a little bit about winter and like summer and stuff like what crazy i think the crazy shit is probably going to be popping off in the present because we had the crazy shit already pop off that exactly so it's going to be them dealing with it you know travis's grief yeah it's probably going to end on a cliffhanger with ben um uh, yeah, I'm thinking so there's no way they're gonna there's only one more episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's no way they can sell much with Ben. Maybe he either sees somebody or he like doesn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I we see him going back to talk to everybody, right? I keep saying he talks to Natalie. Okay. He may be trying to get Natalie to go with him. 
Yeah. Maybe he finds out what happened and tells Natalie and she's like, because they show in the trailer, she's like, you're not meant for this place. And so maybe she's like, you should just stay here. Yeah. I'll bring you food or whatever. Like. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I think it would be really cool. I still wish that they had like separated them off. Like in in, uh, Um, the Prestige TV podcast, they talked about it too. They're like, for a moment, I had this like whole fantasy sequence play out where it was. Natalie and Ben and Javi and they're just hiding out and then instantly my dreams are crushed. I was like, yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were super excited in text and then that's not what happened. And I was like, oh. Javi, RIP. Ben, I hope you stay alive. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. I don't have many predictions. I enjoyed it. So we're going to... Make an email address and put it in the yep. put it in the show notes. So send us an email, and uh, we'll read it and respond. Woohoo! Maybe if anyone's even listening to this, <laughs> if anybody's out there, if there's anybody out there, <laughs> um, yeah, man, we'll see you next week. So the plan is we're gonna cover the finale, and then we'll have one more episode after that where we just talk about the season as a whole. Yep. And then we're going to decide what show we're going to cover next. I just started watching From, and I'm going to try to get Allie to watch that because I think that that would be fun to cover. It's by the creators of Lost. So far, I'm very intrigued, and it's scary. Oh. Bye, guys. Bye. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz.